Hey yo, what is up everyone? Welcome back to Hours of Movies. My name is Brian and today I'll be talking about Super Mario Bros. released in 1993. It is about two Brooklyn plumbers, Mario and Luigi. They must travel to another dimension to rescue a princess from the evil dictator King Koopa and stop him from taking over the world. It is directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel, a duo, and it is written by Parker Bennett, Terry Ronte, and Ed Solomon. It stars Bob Hoskins as Mario Mario, John Leu. Let me say that again. John Leguizamo as Luigi Mario, Dennis Hopper as President Koopa, also known as Bowser, Samantha Mathis as Daisy or Princess Daisy, Fisher Stevens as Iggy, Richard Edson as Spike, Fiona Shaw as Lena, and Mojo Nixon as Toad slash Agumba. Now, yeah, I mean... They made Mario into a movie, in case you didn't know. Uh, some people still don't know this. It isn't very popular. It's actually pretty bad, uh, but I guess there's now a cult following to it. I mean, over time, every movie's going to become a cult, if it's good or not. But yeah, I mean, Super Mario Bros. It's a movie that tried too hard, but didn't try enough. You have Bob Hoskins, who has worked on a children movie before in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We all know he, he can do perfectly fine with that kind of situation. We also have Dennis Hopper, who is like someone I know for his serious roles and for being the villain in Speed, but he's talented enough that he takes care of business here. He could have just phoned it in, but he seemed to just put in the effort. And last in the trio, we have John, who is pretty much a terrific actor. Uh, Mr. Leguizamo can do anything. He can do campy fun, like in Romeo and Juliet, but also, you know, I guess Super Mario Bros. It just fails to take advantage of the talent for this wacky and weird movie. Uh, there's no way around it, you know? It's a pretty bad film. Um, according to John, uh, he and Bob knew the movie was going to be a disaster due to the script changing multiple times and like it just changed constantly enough where the actors no longer gave a shit about what was happening every day they're like oh so we're gonna do this now they just like now they had like going okay whatever you say uh dennis hopper said that the dual directors would be very controlling but they would also be making changes on the fly without telling one another both directors wanted to make a more adult take on Mario while the studio ended up changing their mind and wanting a kid-friendly and to be exactly like the video games. Uh, pretty amusing since studios now want more of an adult theme adaption and directors want to do something a lot more faithful. But yeah, either way, whatever the problem is with this film, which is a lot of them, it's a failure, man. Uh, since Bob knew it was going to be bad, he just started to drink on set. Like, literally, this man was getting paid to drink on set. I mean, obviously, they could have stopped him and fired him, but did they? No. And that's cool. I mean, I'm glad they did it. Shows how much if he didn't give a fuck. But, you know, he would be doing this fucking movie on a buzz. You know, he'd be just be drinking hooch every day. And John sometimes joined him, at least like 70% of the time he would join him 
on just binge drinking throughout the production. And it's amusing, you know, like that these two actors were pretty much drunk filming the movie. And as you watch it, they were probably drunk in those scenes. But I can't blame them. This movie to be seemed to be a tough one to be in, uh, along with constant rewrites and the fighting between both directors and them changing shit again without telling anyone. Uh, there was like a lot of stress. And not only was there stress, there was uh, accidents. Bob Hoskins said that he was stabbed four times. He almost drowned. He was electrocuted. And he got his fingers smashed that resulted in him wearing a cast throughout production. Now, now the finger smashing, it was John's fault, to be honest, for drinking and driving. Like, it was a chase scene from when they were leaving the police station, I'm assuming. Because that's the only time there's really a chase scene. And who knows what happens, but he slammed the brake or made a left turn too hard that the door, like, opened and closed on... Bob's hand, but at the same time, according to Bob, John said he was going to show him the correct way to drive in the hood or some shit, but hey, I ended up smashing Bob's hand, and he had a cast that you could sometimes see in the movie, and you could also tell when they wanted to like hide it when they're walking through the desert after that exact car scene I'm talking about, the car chase scene. He has a fucking jacket around his hand the whole time, so I'm assuming it's just the cast that they were trying to hide. But yeah, uh, Mario's stunt double was also in a situation. There's a scene when Mario, he's saving the Brooklyn babes, the one that were missing from the beginning of the film. And as they're sliding down this giant AC unit on a mattress, yeah, exactly. They're sliding down on a giant AC unit, down a giant mattress. And a crew member thought that, you know, they weren't going too quickly, you know, that they were... A little bit too slow for their taste and decided to let loose a couple wires so they could go a lot more quick, you know, you know, gain a little speed. And the thing is, when he did that, it was like a lunch break or something. And once, you know, this is a production that no one tells anyone anything if they're making a change. So did this guy tell anyone that, hey, I loosen up the wires? No. Uh, so when they went on to go film the scene, they started going really quickly. Uh, they were going so fast down the slide that one of the actresses almost fell off. And the thing is, the only stunt double was Mario's stunt double. All the other women on there, yeah, they didn't give a shit about them. They were actresses. They weren't prepared for what would have happened if this thing would have gone off the rails, you know? So she would have fallen off 25 feet, you know, like, or, you know, when she would have fallen, it would be like a 25 feet fall. I know I said fall a lot, but yeah, you know what I mean? And luckily she held on, but as they landed, the mattress flipped due to all that momentum, which caused them to land on their heads. Luckily, no one was seriously injured and, you know, they got away scot-free, but this movie was like a death sentence. And, like, it's not amusing when I find out a movie is, like, chaotic, but at the same time, you gotta think to yourself, man, some people just almost die filming something. Like, James Cameron almost almost killed his um, stars in The Abyss. He was about to let, he was letting them drown, you know, and homie uh, punched him in the face. I can't remember his name because, you know, I'm focused on the Super Mario Bros. movie, but, you know, the main actor fucking punched James Cameron in the face, so respect to you, my friend. But to make a movie work, 
sometimes you need to not be an asshole. But the dual directors, uh, mainly Rocky Morton, they were not fun to work with and were very unprofessional, as like I stated before, with all the changes they kept making. At some point, Dennis Hopper had to sit them down and... I guess talk is putting it lightly, but he yelled at them for three hours about how miserable they make everyone feel and to quit changing shit, to stop coming up with these ideas and not telling one another um, that they're making these changes. You know, Bob Hoskins, he would call them the, well, I don't want to say the word because, you know, it's mean to say but australians would be like ah why are you being such a you know but bob hoskins would call one of them the c-u-n-t and then he would call the other one the cow uh now i don't know who is supposed to be who but john claims that in his book that rocky one of the directors (laughs) he poured hot coffee on an extra's head well, they were wearing a costume because he was just fed up. Luckily, that extra had a costume because if he wasn't, who knows how hot that would have been. Like, maybe it was one of the Goombas, you know, like that he poured it over. But I'm just glad the guy was wearing a costume because, I don't know, man, I would have just thrown it. I mean, I would have thrown hands regardless. If someone just poured a coffee on me, it's like, well, what the fuck? I'm still a human being, you know? Um, but. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? Like, you just pour hot coffee on someone because you're having a bad day directing um, fucking Mario, Super Mario Bros. Like, relax. Uh, It's funny that I'm, like, talking about this because Olivia Wilde came out with her no asshole policy. Uh, Some actor director told her years ago, you have to get into three arguments a day, uh, three big arguments that reinstate your power and remind everyone who's in charge be the predator. That's what someone told her. And she was like, nah, I ain't gonna do that shit. What the fuck? Like, why would I want to make, like, work stressful? I mean, all y'all, y'all, y'all know, like, why does work need to be stressful because of one person, right? And that one person being your boss. Fuck that shit. And like, I mean, I like shy as a person. Um, no, my bad. Shit. I swear, one of you edit it and say that. And post that shit everywhere. I'm coming for you. But I like Shy as an actor. But as a person, the more that comes out about him is like, damn, dude, you really are an ass. So I thought he learned from those years ago when he was like dry, drunk driving and shit. But no, it just seems like he was always, he's just been a piece of shit for a while. I mean, it is what it is. Like, uh, his movies are tight. It sucks he's not going to be in this one. But hey, if he was being an asshole, Olivia Wilde, do your thing, queen. Do your thing. Uh, the original script, though, it was so good. It's what made Bob and Dennis Hopper just sign up. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't say Bob Hoskins. It sounds like they're a married couple or they're brothers. Uh, they thought it was going to be fun. Plus, I think they were paid a lot of money, and money is money, baby. Uh, the OG script, it was supposed to be a lot closer to the games with Bowser only looking like a human for the first 10 minutes. Uh, Bowser wanting to marry a princess named Heidi and gain the crown of invincibility to take over the Mushroom Kingdom. Piranha Plants and Thwomps were supposed to make an appearance along with Toad, who would have been uh, with Mario and Luigi throughout their adventure. Some character was going to tell Mario the classic line, your princess is in another castle, and Luigi would have gotten the raccoon uh, power up that he, they get in Super Mario Bros. 3, and at the end, Bowser would have probably been thrown into a lava pit, but none of that happened. Nothing at all. Oh, what could have been? 
Well, it could have been. Instead, we get the version of Bowser's Manhattan, Bowhattan, I guess. It's griming. It's like a version of Mad Max and Blade Runner, but it just doesn't make sense, to be honest. I just like that they just made it into a city in the middle of a desert. Like, if you're located in a desert, why not use one of the maps? That is the desert, you know, from the games, you know, like with the pyramid and the sun chasing you like, I don't know, why not that, you know, with the giant fire just bouncing everywhere? I don't know, whatever. Instead, you know, it's some Mad Max Blade Runner bullshit. There's cars, there's fucking nightclubs, there's a rabbit old ladies, there's BBWs just jumping around in shoes that shoot fireworks, and a prison system with cops. It's like, it's like it hurts how uncreative all of this was. Uh, there were other problems that bugged me as well, like the use of ADR, automated dialogue replacement or dubbing, you know? Uh, so many scenes where they're just talking but they're not showing the characters faces or their mouth you know and you could just tell that they're in a studio and not on set it's fucking it, it was annoying especially the first 30 minutes of the movie is just filled with that along with all these multiple cuts like the scene where mario and luigi are just trying to fix the pipe that's like uh flooding the the dinosaur bones and shit but yeah man i also just find it amusing that uh there's a problem going on in Brooklyn that women are going missing. They're being kidnapped. And that Daisy, uh, she literally has beef with this guy named Scapelli who looks like he's in a mob boss. And he threatens her that like, oh, you know, these women are missing. It'd be a shame if you go missing as well. And before she meets Luigi, you know, she's freaking out. She's trying to call like her campus for more security. And they tell her, oh, we don't got enough money for that. Tough luck, kid. And she meets Luigi, and Luigi likes talking to her. She's all calm about it. He can't even like make one simple word. And Mar Mario starts talking for him, and Mario asks her out for him, and she agrees. I don't know. I just thought she'd be a little bit more conscious with just dating someone, but like randomly. But whatever, man. Uh, the movie's just everywhere. They even have like a dance number called the Dinosaur Stomp. So yeah, I mean that's the kind of movie it is. I guess some high points is that John and Bob have good chemistry, but we can probably thank the booze, I'm assuming. But if not, you know, hey, it's a good thing they got along. They seem to be nailing the brother dynamic. Originally, the script was supposed to be heavy on the family side, but as things kept changing, so was their relationship. And it seems they had like a decent relationship throughout the movie. I'm glad no one got mad at one another and they split for a bit. I hate that trope so much. Uh, there was a mention of the Dodgers. I love the Dodgers in baseball, so that was cool. Daisy's talking about finding dinosaur bones, and Luigi excitingly says, you hear that, Mario? Dinosaur bones in Brooklyn. And Mario replies with, yeah, and there used to be Dodgers in Brooklyn. Uh, so, you know, I thought that was cool. Uh, baseball references always get a hell yeah from me. Uh, I like the screen time Koopa. I mean, not Koopa, Toad gets. Uh, he's an anti-fascist musician who makes rock songs about how King Koopa sucks and even goes to jail for it. I wish they would have been more of him. Uh, some other anti-fascists I like is Spike and Iggy. They were first boring and pointless characters since they were just plain stupid. But once they become smart, I started to join them a little bit more. They, you know, change characters, especially when they turn on their own cousin, the King Koopa, and call him a fascist. Um, the set designs are cool. You know, I hate that it's a Bowser Manhattan, but at least that's decent. Uh, the pimp suits that Mario and Luigi wear at the nightclub are also pretty dope. Um, also that nightclub, 
that they wore those suits and all that shit. The directors hired real strippers for that scene. Uh, the only time I really ever laughed, though, if, like I laughed once, was when Mario and Luigi were going to prison and they need to state their name. So Mario says, I'm Mario, and this is Luigi, and they go last name, and he goes, oh, Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. It's like, huh, never realized that their last names would be Mario if they're the Mario Bros, right? But yeah, an uninspiring film, you know, that just misses the point of a fucking video game. But usually, though, most video game movies miss the point. Uh, Universal's Illumination is producing an animated Mario film, so fingers crossed that is good. Uh, There's no word on who's writing, directing, or starring in it. But Illumination makes passable movies, so it's bound to be safe. Uh, If you like this movie, I mean, not if you like this movie, if you like movies that are weird, wild, movies that feel like a fever dream when you watch them, movies that just, you know, destroy things you love from your childhood, I suggest you watch it. But if you hate any of those things, you're better off going on your whole life not watching it. But yeah, man, Mario, Super Mario Bros., it was an interesting film. I didn't hate it, but it's obviously not good to the point where I'm going to be like, yeah, it was at least fun. Because it wasn't, I don't know, it could be fun for you. It's fun for the kids. It's a kid's movie at the end of the day. They try to make it adult, but it's not adult. It's kid-friendly. But yeah, let's go on to some facts. Also, as you can tell, I'm sort of changing up the way I do my episodes. Uh, I I know I would talk about the movie, like give a synopsis, but now, I don't know. I've been trying to write down a lot more for what I want to say and what I should say or what's important to say. But I don't know. If you guys you know like the way I did it before, let me know. But if you guys like it this way too, I mean, you can just continue and not tell me anything. But yeah, uh, some fun facts. Bob Hoskins didn't know that the film he was making was based on a video game until his son asked him what he was working on. When Hoskins mentioned the film title, his son immediately recognized it and showed him the game that he owned on his Nintendo. After the movie bombed at the box office, Nintendo stopped producing live-action theatrical films based on their video game franchise for a long while. A Metroid film was put into development but never went past pre-production. Nintendo would eventually release another ad- adaption, Detective Pikachu. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for that. I love Detective Pikachu. It's one of my favorite movies, but I love Pokemon in general. So it was going to be a great movie regardless. Dennis Hopper described the film production as a nightmare, man. Um, it was He was only supposed to be there for three to five weeks filming, but instead he stayed there for 17. It was over budget. Uh, Dennis Hopper explained why he did the film. I made this picture called Super Mario Bros. And my six-year-old son at the time, he's now 18, he said, uh, Dad, I think you're probably a pretty good actor, but why did you play that terrible guy, King Koopa, in Super Mario Bros.? He said, well, Henry, I did that so you could have shoes. And he said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly. So, you know, even his son hated that fucking flick. Uh, oh yeah, Yoshi appeared. That was a, actually a, a big thing. Like, it didn't look like Yoshi that we all know and love, but it was a puppet that was made from 64 separate, uh, not 64 separate, but it made 64 separate movements, and it was pretty much three foot tall, and nine puppeteers were used to operate that Yoshi puppet. He was ugly, but you know, it was Yoshi. Tom Hanks was considered for the role of Luigi, but the failures of his last two movies, Turner and Hooch and Joe vs. the Volcano, led uh, the studio to believe that he was no longer a box office draw. 
Damn. I mean, honestly, it's a good thing he didn't do this movie because it probably would have ended his career. Uh, the creator of Mario, Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, stated that in the end, it was a very fun project that they put a lot of effort into, but also said that the one thing that I still have some regrets about is that the movie may have tried a little too close to what the Mario Bro video games were. And in that sense, it became a movie that was about a video game rather than being an entertaining movie about in of itself. So, yeah, totally agree, my man. Uh, Bruce Willis was going to have a cameo as he's going through the air ducts in the King Koopa uh, castle, you know, as a spoof of Die Hard. Michael Keaton and Arnold Schwarzenegger were asked to play Bowser. Uh, at the end, Mario was going to scale the Brooklyn Bridge and drop a bomb bomb down King Koopa's throat. Uh, however, you know, due to the budget being way over, they decided to scrap that. Uh, before Bob Hoskins was officially cast as King Koopa, Danny DeVito was attached to the role but dropped out. Harold Rames was offered to direct the film but declined. Uh, Kevin Costner turned down the role to play King Koopa as well. John hated that he couldn't just make up words on the fly. More than a, one and a half square miles of plywood, 150 tons of steel, and 62 miles of lumber was used to create the Dino Haddon set. Not Bowser Haddon, but you know, you know what I mean. Cheech Marin was also offered the role as Mario. And yeah, you know. Ronald Joffe, the writer, he never heard much from the president of Nintendo about the movie, but he says, hey, at least they were polite to not voice their opinions if they hated it. But yeah, Super Mario Bros, man. Not the most fun movie, but not the most awful, but certainly a snore. But yeah, I'm Brian. This was Hours of Movies. Like subscribe share um tweet me at hours of movies and let me know what you'd like to hear let me know what you like me to see or whatnot and you know yeah i'll see y'all when i see y'all take care